Welcome to Tales of Adulting with Anne and Ashley. Welcome to Tales of Adulting, where the struggle is real for everyone. Each week, we'll talk about hilarious tales of adulting paired with real-life fails from public figures, celebrities, and ordinary people just like us. Join me, Ashley Stewart, and Ann Bierbauer every week to feel better about your life choices. Hi, guys. How's it going, Ash? Hey, Ann. How's your week been? Um, not too bad. Yeah, I don't. I don't really have much to report. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I mean, besides the our world is burning down and shits and shambles. But uh, yeah, that's about it. How about you? I was having that thought the other day. I was walking my dog, and I'm like, what a weird time to live in America. Like, I don't feel like other countries are. Like anybody's jealous of us living here right now. Do you know what I mean? Like they are. We have we have many opportunities at our fingertips still, but like it's such a weird time. And I just see a lot of opportunities in other places as well. It's like living other places, it's not that bad. Like people think America's where it's at, but I don't know. We're proving to others that maybe it isn't. I don't know. I mean, I can't say that I've had incredible hardship in my life. I've been pretty blessed. I work really hard, but yeah. I, you know, I have been pretty blessed. So it's interesting to me. Like I do see the opportunity that this country affords people and I understand why they want to come here. You know, we, we do have like a system that does allow people to kind of make what they want. And while other countries certainly do have that, I'm not going to put America down. Like we, we, that still exists. You know, you can come here and be hungry and like do whatever it is you want to do. But yeah, I don't know. There's a little bit of the luster's gone. The the other thing that I talk about that I've talked about with other people, it's like you can come here so and do whatever you want. It's interesting being in Silicon Valley because that's like you know kind of where all the new technology is. People can come here, but it's people are getting priced out. It's too expensive for a lot of people and for like young kids who have the dreams. But I think a lot of people are also coming to America and it's gathering a lot of like minded people. Um, and that makes more people want to come as well. So it's not just the place and the opportunities, but it's like where the best and the brightest go. Like people don't want to go to school elsewhere. They want to go to school in America. You know, they want that American education. They want to work for American companies. It's like the brightest minds are here. Um, so I guess that's another reason why uh, people are loving America. But anyway. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Interesting times. Very interesting time. So, I mean, I've I've uh, always, in my own small ways, tried to make America better. And with the whole Paris Accord and pulling out and whatnot, I ride my bike. And so I feel pretty good about riding my bike. But it's just something I do really for convenience. Um, but my problem with riding my bike is sometimes I'm giving people a free show. Because if I wear a skirt... <laughs> Maybe that's why people are in America. They're like, a lot of shit's free. No. Um, but <laughs> it, it, my my bar is high on my bike. And um, I mean, it's like quite a cool hard to get hipster on. bike, I envision, right? It is. Well, and the only reason I have it is because every bike, every first bike that I've ever bought is stolen. So my first bike had a nice low bar. You could wear it with skirts. <laughs> 
but that got stolen on the first day that I rode it. Oh, no. So then I had to get a cheaper uh, bike, which is kind of hipstery, but I like it because it's light because I have to carry it up the stairs. Nice. But the problem is, is that you have to wear pants all the time, and I don't want to wear pants. So yesterday I wore a skirt. And even as I was going, okay, well, first getting on and getting off is just so awkward because it's like you're showing everybody everything. <laughs> um, and then the other thing, I'm like locking it up and bend down and the wind comes by and it blows up my skirt right in front of a coffee shop. Oh, no. Where people are sitting outside enjoying the weather. Probably like, a full oh, glass window. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Everybody's facing that way. I mean, I'm sure you're kind of the queen of uh, flashing stories, so I'm sure. Uh... Oh, God. I've had so <laughs> many the, embarrassing your, flashings. Your, uh... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell us I about it. I have a really, really bad one. So Skippy, my husband, works on a college university campus, and they do all these amazing things for the students, like carnivals and concerts, and just, like, I'm constantly impressed. I'm sure they must have done stuff like this when we went to college, but maybe I just wasn't engaged. I don't know. Um, we but were it's probably like a very, drinking too much, like, yeah, like dominating at beer pong. <laughs> I must have been. I'm like, I don't remember a lot of daylight on my Saturdays, so that's probably the, the problem right there. Um, but it's also a small campus. Like, I think I think they only have, like, 1,800 students or something like that. Like, it's, it's way smaller compared to, like, University of Nebraska, where Ann and I went. And... Um, they had this like festival carnival thing set up a couple months ago and they had this giant bouncy castle race thing so i don't watch those shows like the ultimate ninja warrior or whatever that's called but i feel like it's something that would be seen in that show like you could race somebody you had to go like through this tunnel like climb up this wall like cross these things jump down climb up and then go down a slide so I was like all in. I'm gonna beat my husband. I really like, you know, girls rule. Let's like show him how it's done. So we start the race and I'm like army crawling through this tunnel. I should probably back up and say that I have on like a summer dress because it's really warm, it's evening. We just walked over. Um, and of course it's like a summer dress that I don't need to wear a bra with because if I don't need to wear a bra, I'm not wearing one. I like the girls. So that was my that was my question. Like, did you know that you were going on? You were walking to this carnival. Like, did you no. know that you were going to be army crawling before heading out? No idea. Skip never tells me anything. This was like much to my delight when I got there that we'd have the opportunity to do this sort of fun stuff. Oh, I should also add they had an ice cream truck, like an old fashioned, you know, ice cream man that like goes down the streets and shills his goods. They had like one of those trucks there. You could just go up and order whatever you wanted. It was so fun. So we're like eating our ice cream and then, you know, I've challenged Skip to this duel in the giant castle ninja warrior. And so we run, we go inside and I'm like army crawling. And all of a sudden my dress goes pop and like my boob just literally pops out because my whole dress just drops. And it, and I'm on a college campus, mind you, and I'm a little bit older than all of these students. So I was like, oh my God. So I had to like finish getting out of the tunnel and then I was, um, you know, like kind of hold it up over my boob and like crawl and crawl. And finally I come out and I'm like, scab, scab. And like we were racing. So he like didn't my stop. Boob. And I was like, 
no, I was like, Skip, I, I need some help. And he's like, yeah, right. You know, as he's like trying to run past me because he thought I was tricking him into like, you know, beating him or coming even. I'm like, no, this is serious. I'm like, I've had a wardrobe malfunction. I'm like, my boob is hanging out. So he had to help me like pull like the side of my dress over so I could like somehow tie him together just so I could oh get out God. of this like jumpy castle. Yeah, it was really <laughs> embarrassing. <laughs> And now he likes to say that he beat me, and I'm like, okay, that was just because I had a wardrobe malfunction. That that warrants a redo. Oh my god, it was so bad. And then we had to keep walking around this thing with and like spotting people that he works with with my like oh janky my dress tie, and I'm like, oh my god, I think I have to go home. Like my boob could fall out at any moment again. Like this is not a place to be around. Under 21-year-olds, okay? <laughs> Under 21-year-olds or your husband's colleagues. Or my, yeah, probably more mainly my husband's colleagues. <laughs> they don't need to see the goods. Under 21-year-olds would just be like, check out that new fashion. <laughs> that is true. I could talk about how young people dress for like an hour. Um, it blows my mind. So was there a lot of people in this race thing when your boob was out? <laughs> well, so you could see into the side of the jumpy castle. I literally was like, <gasps> And then I'm, like, trying to hold it and, like, crawl. It was very awkward. Okay, are you worried that your boob is on the internet somewhere? Oh, Snapchat? yeah. From some other things that I've done. I don't think my boob's on the internet from this. <laughs> uh, oh, that's hilarious. Oh, my God. That's it was hilarious. so embarrassing. But I learned my lesson. Did, I can't believe that you didn't go straight home. I would have got myself some ice cream and not headed home. <laughs> well, yeah, I probably should have. I was like, okay, Skippy, we got to go. We got to go. But, oh, yeah. Probably had ice cream in one hand, a drink in the other, and just been like, day over. Like my <laughs> dress. Excitement around here. <laughs> yeah. Like in my mouth, holding um, it up to cover myself. I was like, hmm, oh maybe God. I should start wearing a bra when I go to things on college campuses. <laughs> I don't know. I think that's a new requirement. Yeah. Just for you, though. Just for me. So, so it kind of leads me to the the summer, I think, problem most ladies have. So swimsuits, right? Um, oh, yeah. We're going to my dad's cabin in condo in a few, uh, in a week or so. And I have not bought a new swimsuit since college. So this is very embarrassing. What? Okay, that's not totally true. This is really embarrassing, so just be ready. I have the same swimsuit since high school, which was over 10 years ago, mind you. And um, and I have my swimsuit from college, which was quite a while ago. <laughs> um, and the only one that I bought in between was a $5 swimsuit from Old Navy. And it was a one-piece, so I'm all about it. But, like, girl needs help over here. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Do you have any tips? I know. I hate it, though. I hate it. But it's also like, it's like, especially when you're with your family, it's like, I don't really want to wear a string, a string bikini. Like, is this going to give me a bad wedgie? Like, how do you find good swimsuits? Okay. I have to preface this. I, like, sometimes I try not to be too involved in social media. I think it, like, impacts my happiness level. But I was looking on Facebook this week, and somebody posted a link to this, like, mommy blog that I like see all over the place. Scary mommy or something. I'm not oh, yeah, your yeah. I'm not your average reader. I have no children. But the title really captured Is my there attention. A scary mom inside you. Yeah, probably. And it was put on that damn swimsuit. And I was like, huh, that's kinda how I feel. 
So I like read the article and it was actually really good and I think applicable like even if you don't have kids. The whole point was like she's hasn't lost any of her baby weight. She's got like stretch okay, I've marks. I've totally seen this. I saw. Did it on you Facebook, read it? But I didn't read it. But like you my mom's read friends it. on Facebook posted it. And, exactly. And like a lot of people were like, "I needed this." Good, you know, like a lot yes. of really positive comments. It's basically like stop whining, just put on the damn swimsuit and go have fun. And I'm like, that is such a good reminder. And it was like apropos this week because. I don't know why, but ever since I saw Taylor Swift rocking a high-waisted swimsuit, I was, like, gonna have one. Like, I committed to myself that I'm getting a high-waisted swimsuit. And so I ordered, like, three from Target, of all places. Who That has really cute swimsuits, by the way. And, like, one of them totally didn't fit. I know. And the other two, one is so cute. It's, like, tie-dyed. But it's, like, even less flattering than a normal high-waisted swimsuit because it hits right below my belly button. Like, <laughs> directly below. But it's like, so like cute. Like, major muffin top area. That's what it is. Yeah. Like. It's just – and, like, even when I – I mean, no one likes sucking in. I don't know. But Fuck it's such yeah. a cute swimsuit. I'm like, I kind of want to keep it. And then I got another one that goes a little bit higher so it actually covers the belly button. And you'd think that'd be really flattering – and maybe in the front it is, but in the back it is not. Because, like, it hits your back in, like, these interesting spots. But, again, I really like it. So after reading that article, okay. I think I was like, fuck it, I'm keeping these. Okay, that is good to know because I'm going to Target today and going to look at these. But I have, like, the same ideas about high-waisted swimsuits. I'm like, those will look great on me. Like, I should really get one. But I've never tried mm. one on, and it's kind of one of those things. I'm like, I'm pretty sure I will look like a kangaroo with, like, my baby pouch. Yeah. Like, baby kangaroo in that pouch, yeah. you know? You should definitely let so, go of the I idea that they're flattering because they're not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like they are not flattering, and I haven't even tried one on, but it's just, like, I just know in the back of my head. But it's also – um I. I tend towards classics then. I'm like, okay, I just need string bikini, just need a one piece, but it's so boring. So okay. it sounds like I do need to read scarymommyblog.com. Yes, but go to Target. They seriously have some cute swimming suits. And like, you know, I could buy like the nice Athleta ones, but they're like $100. And let's just be real. I mean, I don't swim that much. Okay, so that's the other thing. Like, J. Crew has some swimsuits, but it's, like, $80 for, like, two triangles. And I'm, like, yeah, I'm sure it's great quality. Like, blah, blah, blah. But I'm, like, you know, is it – should I get it at Target instead? Like, is it that much different? I know it's different quality, but like you said, it's not like I'm at the pool every day. Mm-mm. I'm a big believer in quality for clothes. You know, like, I'd rather buy fewer better. But for swimsuit, I just haven't, I can't get on board with that. And I feel like the fancy swimsuits sometimes have really tiny butts. And I do not have a tiny butt. Okay, I'm sure there's a company out there like custom fit swimsuits. Bigbutts.com. Where is that shit? And where is it like for affordable prices and (sighs) things like that? I just had an idea for our swimsuit company. It's called Cover Your Ass Swimwear. Uh, that's perfect. That and your boobs, <laughs> right? There's a nude beach, so I was looking in places to go. I'm in San Jose, California, and and near Half Moon Bay is up towards San Francisco, and there's a nude beach there. So I was like, what? Maybe we should go. Yeah, you clothing optional. Definitely need to go. Clothing optional. Consider it assignment for this podcast, and then we need to report back. In my mind, it's 
probably one of those things that I would be like the youngest person there by like 30 years. <laughs> but I bet I'd learn a lot. Probably. Yeah. I don't know. There's something liberating on our honeymoon in Portugal. Like, I mean, Europe, uh. European beaches. Like, being topless is completely normal for women. And it was like so. I mean, it's weird for us because in America, like, we're so prudish about things. But there was, like, this woman playing on the beach topless with her two kids, just having a great old time. Like, no one was staring at her boobs. You know, like, it was completely normal. That's how they beach vacation. I I have to say, I was like, that's kind of liberating. Yeah. Were there a lot of Speedos? Yeah, there was a fair amount of European briefs. I always think that's more like German. I'm like, Germans, if you're born German, do you have to wear a Speedo to the beach? Like David Hasselhoff rule or something Yes. Like <laughs> but I always feel like the guys that are wearing the really little Speedos, they're like, they kind of have some, you know, old man really bods man. going. And then there's Speedos like that kind of like long and saggy in the front. Do you know what I'm talking ew, about? Ew, I know. Ew, I just gave ew, you a visual. Ew. It's so bad. Please stop. <laughs> Please stop. <laughs> um... <laughs> I know. Well, there you go. We should, like, take back the boobs and, like, be topless. Oh, my God. That could be our summer campaign. Take back the boobs. So that could be, that could be, yet summer campaign, hashtag take back the boobs. And that goes perfectly with the swimwear line, cover your ass, because we don't have tops. (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay, anybody listening, don't steal that idea. We're going to patent it after this call. (laughs) I know. I know. Seriously. (laughs) Awesome. So, well, um, good luck with your swimsuit, and I will keep you updated on my hunt for a new swimsuit in way too long. Yes, and I want to hear a report back from this nude beach. Yeah. Oh, oh, well, maybe I don't need a swimsuit. (laughs) I so I think we hit a bigger topic here. As women, not only do we have to keep our boobs covered on the beach. But we feel a lot of pressure to not just wear what we want, you know, while on vacation, while kicking back with our friends and family on the beach. One person who I think that we can take inspiration from is our former First Lady Michelle, though. Like, I just want to be her and Barack on that yacht, like, making my husband take photos of me. And she's, she's like, done. She's like, I'm going to wear whatever I want. And I think that it's great. And it's still, it's really fashionable, but it's not proper first lady clothes. But I just think it speaks, like, it speaks for her and it speaks for other other women. Like, do what you want. Wear what you want. Be who you are. Because one way or another, you're right. Like, what we're wearing, it's always judged, no matter what. Right. So you might as well wear what you want and be happy. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know. It's interesting that... It's always, like, I wish that we wouldn't always have to focus on on fashion, but it's interesting, but sometimes it's too much of a focal point for women, I think. Right. I struggle with that because, like, I like fashion, so I like to know what people wear, but it bothers me so much when the only thing that is, you know, said about someone is what they wore, or it's like... I guess it's a a double-edged sword, right? Like, I want to know what they're wearing because I'm interested and I like fashion, but I don't want them to be judged by, you know, old white men because of what they wore. I think the other thing is, is that you're interested in what they wear, but you're interested in the other part of it, too, in what they're saying. And, like, most people aren't. And that's where the problem lies. So, what's... you, You have a good, decent example. 
Oh, yeah. So Megyn Kelly, right? Everyone was waiting to see what her next move was after Fox News. And it came out this week that she will be the new um, NBC News host for Sunday evening. And she's going to do a morning show as well. And I mean, like her political views or don't like her political views, woman's a powerhouse, right? Like she's really made waves um, in a typically male-dominated field, especially when you get to the big the big networks and um, you know prime time. And she interviewed Vladimir Putin, which is one of her first shows that debuts, um, I think, this weekend. And a lot of the media coverage talked about this like sexy off-the-shoulder dress that she wore. <laughs> I'm like. Okay, I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing a photo of what she was wearing, right? But, dude, she's she's interviewing Vladimir Putin. Interviewing I think that's a bigger topic lo- at hand. Yeah, yeah. I think one of the most uh, important figures in the world right now, I don't want to say the leader of the world, but it's like, he, like Putin, like, holy crap. Right. You know, it's like, what did they talk about? What were any revelations? Like, what else besides a off-the-shoulder dress? Right, right. And some of the stations didn't talk about that. But I just feel like, so why is that even a consideration? I don't know. Yeah. Do you think that people, do you think it's always kind of, I don't know if malicious is the right kind of word, but do you think people use it sometimes as, like, a drawing point? Like, get some people in with the fashion and hope they stay for the content? And is Maybe. that right or wrong? I don't know. I think it's just like our, we're conditioned to do that. Yeah. Right? Like I was listening to your favorite podcast this week. Shout out, Call Your Girlfriend. And they were talking about <laughs> obituaries. How, you know, a lot of female obituaries lead by they were a great, uh, you know, mother. And they dedicated their lives to their family. And they made this amazing, you know, cinnamon rolls and blah, blah, blah. And then, oh, yeah, she also was, like, the first scientist ever at Harvard. And, you know, like, totally secondary, these amazing accomplishments. Whereas for men, it's typically, like, they, you know, led the chemical lab at Stanford for 20 years and discovered the first proton that blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah, and he had a wife and two kids and a dog. I I don't know. It it was just interesting to me. I think we're just conditioned to do that. I wonder, I mean, there's more interest and attention than ever about equality and like, okay, yeah, the world is getting better. But like, that is a perfect example, the obituaries. Like, is it ever going to change? Like, is it ever going to be like, yeah, he was a really great father? Because it's like who we are in our life. You're you're going to be a lot of things and you're going to be good at a lot of things. But it's like, what do you lead with for everybody and can it be the same, you know? Mm-hmm. And I feel like it would be different for everybody, but if you're, like, this groundbreaking, phenomenal career woman, like, that should be the lead. You know, that's just yeah. good journalism right there. So I don't know why we continue to not do that. Yeah. Women. I don't know. Women. Too many problems to solve in one week. But I do say yeah. that my my mantra I'm going to take away this week is um, take back the boob. <laughs> I want a weekly mantra too, so I think that's I'm I'm in. Take back the boob. I'm owning it. Boobs, <laughs> boobs, boobs. Especially maybe I think that's relevant. Maybe to both, you, right? You can take back both. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks well, for tuning in. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Remember, everyone, take back the boob. Until next week. <laughs> Bye. To share your stories, email us at talesofadulting at gmail.com Music provided by bensound.com <laughs>